Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Wise Words with Stan. Today on my podcast, joining me will be my best friend of 22 years. His name's John Arena. He'll be just talking a little bit about his own personal life um, and his own struggles and um, where he's at in life and the challenges he's had to face. And yeah, I hope hopefully you can relate to him in some way. And yeah, it's a lighthearted podcast. Um just talking about different topics um, and uh, I want to also mention to you guys that this podcast might be a little bit laggy. Um, we did have some technical issues on John's side of things where he did um, come in and out of the podcast um, due to his internet connection but i've edited the whole podcast now so it should be good content and yes please enjoy thank you john welcome to another of Stand. <laughs> thank uh, you i think i lost you before sorry. yes yes sorry my, my internet was a bit poor that's okay um how's your week been yes good 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 thanks as you as you know <laughs> uh valentine's day was just today so me and my girlfriend, Belle, who I've known for two years, nearly two years, went to Darling Harbour for dinner. And, uh, yeah, we had, had a chilling weekend. So I've got four days off after a um, big day, big week at work. So, so far, so good. How's your week been? Nice, nice. Um, yeah, my week's been good. I, I start my new job this week, as you know. Oh, that's good. And, uh, I am kind of looking forward to getting back into full-time at childcare. So I feel like that was that's what I've always meant to be doing. That um, yeah. So I'm glad to finally have a full time job and have that routine. And yeah, that's good. That's good, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So um, tell us what you do for work. Well, for work, I I work at the airport. I work from a company called Menzies Aviation. And I work with the planes. I put the cargo on the planes. I drive the baggages to the planes. I put them on the planes myself. So yeah, that's what that's what I do at the moment. But I'm looking to work in aviation. Yeah, yeah, I do. Do you do you like what you do? Yeah, for now. But I want to move up internally in the company one day if when I can, because I want to get more, you know, a more better opportunity and more better money for me and Bill's future. You know. Yeah, yeah. It, did you picture yourself getting into this line of work? Oh, well, in, when I was younger, I, I always um, wanted to work with planes. So when, yeah, so I wanted to, you know, work, always work. <laughs> I think John is going to be cutting in and out throughout our podcast. Um, as, as I said, his internet connection is pretty poor but that's okay i'm sure he's going to be with us momentarily um but yeah it's good to see that um it's good to say john that this is something you've always wanted to be doing and um yeah at the end of the day as i said as i say to all of you guys if you enjoy and love what you do then you never have to work a day in your life, you know. Uh, John, you're back on. Uh, uh, Daniel, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, yeah, so I, I moved into a different <laughs> part of the house, so hopefully you can hear me better. 
Yeah, maybe you might stay on longer this time. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so yeah, getting back to what you said earlier, you've you've always wanted to get into this line of work. Yes, I have. So yeah, but the 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 shifts, the shift work is you know I the thing I don't like about this job is the shift work. You know, I don't like working at night sometimes, and you know, but um, yeah, that's why I want to hopefully move internally and h- help them inter- internally. Yeah, so I can only work day jobs for now, but you know, in the future. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And as I was saying to the audience just before, if you enjoy what you do, then you never have to work a day in your life. Um, you have told me that labor work can be quite hard especially lifting luggages all day and constantly on the move can it be a struggle for you at times okay we've lost john for the third time it looks like he's moved to to a different part of the room but his connection hasn't hello hello okay <laughs> so like, it doesn't even work. <laughs> You're back with that for the third time. <laughs> well, far well. Um yeah, so what was I where were we talk what were we talking about? Your job. Yeah, about about <laughs> labour work being hard. Yeah, yeah, labour work. So is is it difficult to you know, because you're constantly picking up carrying luggages all day and Moving around, can that take a toll on you? Uh, yeah, sometimes it can, uh, depending on how heavy the cargo is and baggages are. Yeah. How, um, what's the best way to manage it? If, well, if, if, it's too, if it's too heavy, you just ask another colleague to help you lift it. You never do things but, yourself or you hurt, you hurt your back or different parts. The second time... Uh, I've, <laughs> Fourth or fifth time, yeah. <laughs> as I um, you know, and not many people know this. I wanted to be a firefighter, you know, in the, in the past. But after you know, after searching up and and seeing that how much work that needs to be done, and and um, you know, what happened to firefighters last year or two years ago? Now I forgot how long it was. So, John, why exactly? Did you want to become a firefighter? What what made you? Um, I know that it's something that you're not going to do now, but what made you um, kind of want to? I guess I should say what what stood out to wanting to become a firefighter. Uh, yeah, so we've lost John once again. He, I'm sure he's going to be back on pretty soon with us. Yep, John's back on. <sighs> Hello. <laughs> You're back on. It's not my day so, today. <laughs> no. So what, what made you want to become a firefighter? Like, I know you're not going to become a firefighter now, but what gave you that idea about wanting to become a firefighter? Well, firstly, I've always wanted to help the community in my own way. And firefighting is what I think that's best, you know, was the best thing I could do to help the community, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like what you do now does have an impact and help people in some way? 
Uh, well, yes and no. Some, no, some, we help passengers get from A to B. We help, uh, you know, the baggages and cargo get to get to um places, places more better, you know, more accurately. Because you're basically in charge of their personal belongings. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. So um, but and then once you started this job, you knew that it was for you and like it's something you wanted to continue doing. Uh, yeah, yes, for now. But in the long term future, I want to move internally, like I said before. Yeah. yeah but ho- hopefully, I can. But if not, I need to as much as, I, as much as I don't want to. I need to put you know, Bell and my future family first. You know, no, I don't get much income from from this job I'm doing right now. So. I want to get more income and so I can support my future family, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, you just, you want to move up in your field and you want to um, earn enough to support your, to support yourself and um, your girlfriend. And I totally get that. And yeah, I think that's ad- admirable that you are already putting Isabel um you're you're already thinking that Isabel is your future, and uh, and yeah, um, so you guys have been together for two years. Now. Oh, t- oh, yeah, just about two years in April, April seventh. Yeah, um, and going a little bit into your relationship, but not too deep into it. I just want to ask you a few questions. Um, how did you meet? Isabel, we met. Uh, we met on a dating website called Hinge, and it's a yeah. very it's a very good website. I recommend all of you go, all of you who are single to go on Hinge. It can not just be for dating; it can be for friends, just to meet friends. It could be to meet you know friends as well. So yeah, and um, yes, yeah, so I mean, yes, yeah, so I mean, Bill had a very strong connection, and that and that and that went from there. Um, did you, um, before, when you were single, before Isabel, I I know you've told me you have dated people, um, you've had a long distance relationship, um, in your past. I have. And it did take you a long time to get over, um, and move forward after that relationship. Um, what made you want to, um, what, what are some key factors that helped you get through a breakup? Well, as you, as you said, I did date a long distance relationship for two and a half years. You know, she was, she was Canadian. Um, yeah, we, we, we couldn't, we didn't see Jeff, we didn't see each other for long periods of time. So yeah, but she, she broke it off with me. You know, I, it, it took me a long time to get over it. A heartbreak, as you know, it could be all hard sometimes, especially when you dated that that person for a long amount of time. But um, yeah, I got over it slowly. You just, you know, it takes time, but um, you get over it slowly. You just try and think about something positive, something happy, you know, and so you move up, move over it quickly. Did you go into a dark place? I did. I was de- I was de- I was depressed for a few months, you know. I didn't seek help from my parents because I didn't want to disturb them. I didn't want to hurt. I didn't want them to feel hurt like I did. 
So, yeah, I regret that, but, you know, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And and do you reckon, looking back on it now, you should have spoken up about how you're feeling towards um, your friends and your family? Yes, I agree. I should have done better. You know, like, imagine if we were still together now, COVID, you know, it would have been hard to connect and, you know, visit each other's country. So I understand why she broke up with me. So, you know, you... It took me. It took me a year after the breakup. It took me a few months, but yeah. But I, don't, I understood in the end. I, I guess um, long distance relationships in any relationship can always be difficult, and it can put your relationship to the test. As I said, you're you're dating a chick, and she lived in Canada, and you're constantly flying there, and she was, and she was flying to Australia, so. I think it took its toll in the end and you guys both had your own personal lives to live. You you, you guys had your own lives and, yeah, it just didn't work out in that sense. That's right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you opening up to us a little bit. All um, good. What, what makes um, Isabel so special to you? Well, Isabel's very special to me because... She's got a great personality. She's not like the other girls I've dated, um, you know, not not in a rude way, but you know, she's she she's very she's more special than anyone I've ever dated. Um, she, I like I like her passion. She motivates me to be the best person I can be. She supports me in everything in every in every way, you know, and she loves me to the best of her ability, which I do as well to her. Mm. Yeah, and when you. Um, you you told me. I know this is probably something you might not want to share, and, and um, I think it's pretty funny, but I think it's cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> um, when 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 you when you listen to music, what song stands out for you that reminds you of your relationship? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> uh, the, the song that stands out is Just The Way You Are by Bruno Mars. I'm sure most of you have already heard it since, a bit, since it's been out for a while. Uh, and that, is, you know, it's, that, that song says, you know, just the way you are because it's perfect. Don't change a thing. And I think Isabel's perfect and she doesn't need to change a thing at all. You know, she, she, is, she is perfect. You know, she's, she's the only girl I can see myself loving for the long-term future. Would you mind... Um, I know this, you might feel uncomfortable doing this, but singing a few verses from the song to Isabel right now. <laughs> Cause you're amazing, just the way you are. And man, you smile. I, I don't know the rest. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that specific line. <laughs> yeah. Oh really, mate? If it's if it's your favorite song. You gotta know That's the true. Words. That's, I got a bit of homework to do then. <laughs> got a bit of homework to do. <laughs> oh, you're funny, mate. Um, all right. So, um, what are your goals for 2021? Uh, I know you've pretty much said it in terms of your career-wise, yes. but any other goals you have? Uh, well, as you as you know, yes, my career is one of them. And and also and to also lose weight and eat more healthy foods, you know, because 
you know how people have addictions to alcohol and you know and drugs and all that. My addiction is sugar. My addiction is is soft drink, and I want to change that. I want to get more healthy and eat more healthy foods. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but you know, other than queer and getting healthy, that's all I have for now. Yeah, you you want to change your lifestyle for that's the right. Yeah, and I I admire that. Um, you told me that you started playing soccer as well. Yeah, I play indoor soccer every Monday night, which means tonight I'm playing at indoor soccer at eight thirty at Marrickville Sports Club. So um, yeah, I, I play I play I striker. I've, I've scored a couple of goals, but you know when I can. I I was injured last season with with my foot, but so I didn't play that much. So, but I'm back again. Playing indoor. As a striker, who would you compare yourself to in the football world? Well, not many people would know this, but I'm an Arsenal supporter. So, and Aubameyang is my idol. So, I would I would hope that I'll be like him. That's I'll be like him in my striker in my striker position. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and. Um... As a football can be playing soccer, indoor soccer, like you do every week, that can be a good way of losing weight is by keeping active. Yes, uh, I. Do you guys do it? No, you, you go. You go. Yet? Sorry, you go. Do you do any training with your teammates? No, we don't because you know we have other commitments. We have, <coughs> excuse me, we have work and everything, so we don't have you know enough time to train. But you know that's that's a good option. That's a good. Commitment to having the future, I guess you got a point. You, you got a oh, point so you, there. You just yeah, it's, it's a social, social, social competition. That, yeah, yeah, and that's always good it to is. do as well. Um, so you compare yourself to a Bamiang from Arsenal, um, which is an English yes. football club. How about in the A League? <laughs> <laughs> what well, striker would you compare yourself? Uh, well as you know I'm a Mariners as some people or some people don't I'm a Mariners supporter and but to be honest I don't see myself as anyone from the Mariners I see myself as Ninkovic from the Senior FC club so that's how I see myself comparing myself to what what made Nick Ninko's well, he has the, his passion about football. I'm, he's, he's the same. He shares the same passion as I do. Motivation, you know, and goal scoring ability, and you know, and position wise. Speaking of the Mariners, they're doing pretty well this season. Yeah, yeah. How, how yeah they are they're very surprising. I didn't expect them to go this well. You know, they had, they've won more games than we've won last year and the last year combined. So, um, as you know, we've come last the last two years, and now we're coming the opposite. We're coming first. We're top of the league for now. You know, I don't know how long we'll be up there for, but hopefully it'll be long term. So, yeah, they've they've been in a, in a dark been, place. Um, they've been having they've been in a rough patch for quite a long time. It, I think it even goes above um two seasons. It's been a bit longer. Yeah, I think than that, three or four it? seasons after. We won the grand final in 2012. Yeah. What do you think um, made turn this club around for I the better? The, 
I think the players, well, you know, players, you know, and the, and the management and the coach motivated them to, you know, they don't want another bad season, and you know they they want to, they want to do they want to improve and show show them that we can be a big force in the competition. You know, we don't we can't we don't want to be taken lightly like we have been in the future in the past. <clears throat> Was there a change in CEO or coach or anything uh, like no, that? We've had we've had the coach for two years now, I think. Or last year, but you know, I think of. I'm not sure, but all I've known is we changed some management, so maybe they're part of it. So, but we haven't bought the new change yeah. in management. Just, yeah, and maybe as you said, you know, they they've let the fans down. They in their mind, they they've let the fans down for quite a long time in terms of their playing ability, and I think they've just gotten to the point where, you know, they have they have to start playing well and they have to start doing better and they owe it to the fans to um, to give it their all and play their best and want to become the team that they know they um, they want to live up to their potential and know they can become the team that they know that they're meant to be like a great yeah, team. I agree I agree yeah, so thank you for sharing um, your – thank you for opening up to us and telling us a little bit about your what your teams and what you love. Why is sport so important to you? Well, uh, you know, I've followed sport for all, pretty much all my life. I like playing sport. I like following sport. Well, sport is important because, you know, it's, it's – it, 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 it's a lot of exercise. I like exercising. I like the passion. I like the I like the motivation that players have about sport. So that's that. So that's why you know sports one of my passions. Yeah, and I think during this COVID period, when a lot of sport around the world and in Australia have gotten cancelled, I think it's you know a lot of people, um, you know. Uh, it's it's what they look forward to. They look forward to watching their team their teams play, and I think you know it has put a lot of people in a dark place not being able to watch their teams. And I think it's good. I think sport is good to have in people's lives. Um, it gives it gives people something to look forward to. Um, you you would agree? I do, I do agree. Yeah, um, as you know, I'm I myself and John, we are, we're both passionate Die Hard <laughs> West Tigers fans. Of course, the National Rugby League. <laughs> yeah, and the NRL did have a um, break last season due to COVID, and we didn't. We thought that at one point that the season wouldn't return, but it did return, and it, yeah, it was good that they still managed to play out the season like they did. I agree. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've pretty much covered the topic on sport and our passion in in our jobs and what we do. Um, anything else you'd like to touch on, John? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was very open, uh, you know, about you know, no crowds, about Melbourne being in a five-day lockdown. Um, about yeah. what, what, what do you so what do you Melbourne, think? Do you think um, 
that Australian Open should have been cancelled during that lockdown, or do you think they should? It should have been, you know, it should have been postponed or continued the way it was. What do you What do you think about that? Look, I think, I think it's good that they continued to they they continued the Australian Open down in Melbourne. I don't think they predicted the five-day lockdown in Melbourne, but um, like because because things were were getting better in Melbourne, and yeah, I think um, tennis players have you know sacrificed a lot of time and energy, and um, and put in a lot of effort to want to compete in this tournament in the Australian Open. So I feel like it's a good thing that they continue it and play it out. Uh, um, I guess it's just, um, I guess they have measures in place um, for the tennis open. So that way they can limit, um, they can limit the spread of, of infection. I guess. Uh, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a good thing to, yeah, continue and, because I think at one point, you know, it was questioned whether Australia, whether the Australian Open would go ahead, um, go ahead on or not. So I think it's a good thing that they did play it out, and yeah, yeah, that's my that's my. I know everyone has their own opinions, and I respect each and every one's people, everyone's opinion, but I think that's just my own opinion. I, I agree, and <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, do you think in terms of COVID-19 we'll have a better year than last year? Um, yeah, in some aspects, but I think the travel, traveling still will be, you know, will be not good, but, um, in other aspects, yeah, I, I think it'll be a better year, but towards the end, well, I think it'll be hopefully, fingers crossed, pretty, uh, you know, better by the end of the year, this year. And, and Australia's done so... Australia have like managed COVID. Um, COVID really well, and compared to the rest of the world, yes. and yes, we have. You know, I think we're lucky to have the we're lucky to have the freedom we have at the moment in terms of going out and still being able to socialize. While certain other countries around the world are still in lockdown, so I feel like we've been very fortunate. Just not just now, but the past twelve months to. Um, to, to you know to still to not go in full lockdown especially uh, especially New South Wales so yeah I think um, we're pretty fortunate and it's a credit to the government for handling the COVID the way they have been because I know that that was a difficult thing to keep, to keep it under control and we have had setbacks, but in saying that, we have come out the other side. Ho- hopefully, just things continue to get I agree. better. I hope so too. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, this episode today is just very light-hearted, just talking about different things um, along the way. Um, so. You and Isabel now have been in a two-year relationship. So going back yep. to your relationship, um, do you? Um, what do you hope 
to um, what do you hope to get out of it? Like, do you see a long term future with her? Like, are you well, 100%? Yes, I, I'm 100% you know? about this future. You know, I'm in a long for the long term future. I love her dearly. I love her, you know, she's my, she, she's my soul mate. And I'm planning, I'm planning, and I'm planning to, um, you know, hopefully she doesn't hear this, but I'm planning to ask her the question towards the end of the year. So yeah, so yeah. that's my that's um yeah that's my plan for the long term future. Yeah, so you you, you know she she is someone that, you want to spend correct. the rest of your life with. That's correct. Yeah, uh, it's really good to hear that. You know, I know. I know you've been very open and about your relationship to me, even off the podcast and to everyone else. So it's really uh, thank you. And, that, and one day you'll get, you'll get to find your happiness as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been single most of my life and I have gone on dates here and there, but I know the universe has a way of bringing, of, you know, you know the saying, it's all about, being at the right time and and the right I, I do believe I do believe everything in life happens for a reason and maybe I haven't found my soulmate just yet but I know that one I know that she is out there and one day that's right I agree yeah so it's, I think it's just about time and patience and just going about your own life and focusing on your own goals and everything else will that's work right. out for itself and it's it's about some, especially I know Valentine's Day has been hard for a lot of single people, and I think I touched on that in my last podcast. But I think it's important to know that you are loved, even if you don't have a girlfriend. You are loved by your family and your friends. So don't think, you know, you're not loved by anyone because you are important to a lot of people out there. And I think it's important to let people know that. You know, you're, you are not alone. You are loved. Um, you are loved. And I think everyone has, I do believe everyone has um, a soulmate. And I do believe that everyone, there is someone out there mm. for everybody. And it's just, as I said, it's just about focusing on your goals and where <laughs> you want to go in life. And, um, you know, not, not always thinking to yourself when am I going to settle down when am I going to find somebody I think you shouldn't have that on your mind all the time you should just focus on as well I should say self-love focus on working on yourself in every aspect and focusing on your goals and focusing on what you want to achieve and yeah and another thing if before you love someone else always love yourself Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's said, right. You, you pointed that out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And by self-love, what are some ways we can work on self-love? Um, I think when I was asking John a few questions about what his goals are, he wants to lose weight. So do I. I want to lose weight and slim down. And and I think that is an important aspect is to look after your physical health as well as your mental well-being in order to... Accept yourself, and I think you, it's important to know your faults, know your strengths, and know your weaknesses in the journey to self love. I, I do agree Wouldn't strongly. You agree, John? 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah, just keep in mind that love is everywhere. It's not just in relationships. And for yeah, it's just it's important to keep an open mind and always look at the positives in life rather than the negatives. If if you're struggling in life in terms of not being happy in your job, or not being happy with your physical, uh, not being happy with the way you look, you know you you have the ability and you have the power to change your own life and you steer the ship in your own life. And if you want to, it's about taking that step forward and wanting to make the change for yourself for the better. Because we're all capable of change. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to touch on that subject a little bit. Um, and yeah, um, when do you think John will be able to travel? Like in terms of traveling mm. overseas. Well, if all, if it goes better this year, hopefully by the, hopefully the end of this year, I think December or November. But you know, the worst case scenario. I think it'll be next year, or, or even the end of next year. Who knows? Yeah. Well, where would once we get out of the um, once we get out of that bubble, where would you Ooh. like to travel to? Where would you like to take? Oh uh, yes, actually, um, I should say. Yeah, I would. You know, we've we've always wanted to go to Portugal and Italy to visit both our families. So hopefully, when you know, we can travel again. We can go to Portugal and Italy because you know we we wanted to go last year, but um COVID happened, so we, we weren't able to. But um, yeah, but w- that's what we're planning to do when traveling. Can you know we can we can travel again, go to Portugal, Portugal and Italy, Italy to see our families. So yeah, who's who's family? Oh, oh lives yeah, in so, what? sorry, Isabel's Isabel's half Portuguese and half mm-hmm. Italian, so. We, we we want to see Isabel's family in Portugal and, and Italy as well, and my background's also Italian, but I'm fully Italian, not half half. But yeah, as well. Well, my Where's wife's family, family is based in the north of Italy, in Trieste, and my dad's family is born is from the south, down in Calabria. <clears throat> so you want to yeah? So you just you want to yeah. get out of that bubble and visit. Your long your family members that live overseas, and I guess especially a lot of people now, I think that's been the hardest thing for them not being able to visit their family overseas. I mean, they can still call them and FaceTime them, but it's not the same as being there for them. And I think, you know, once a lot of us get out of, uh, once a lot of us or all of us are able to travel once again and see our family members that do live overseas, I think, family and friends, I should say, I think, you know, um, it will it'll be amazing. You know, it'll be a lot of... It'll, I think it will get a lot of people out of this funk that they've been in, um, especially the ones that do miss their family members and friends. Overseas. That's right. Mm. So, yeah, pretty much it. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, not, not at the moment. No, I said what I wanted to say, what I've, what I've what and what I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think I think I've pretty much covered everything I um in today's topic. Um, I, th- 
thank you, John, for joining me on in, in today's episode and just opening up a little bit about your own life and where you want to go. And and you seem pretty happy. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you found your happiness. Um, thank you. And with Isabel, of course. And I, I wish you nothing. And thank you very much and thanks for having me. Um, thank you. So th- uh, this podcast was all about just speaking to um, someone and um, besides <clears> myself, <throat> I, know, I know sometimes I like to talk a bit about my own personal life on the podcast, but it's good to get someone el- else's perception of how their life is going and maybe um, and the struggles that you've faced with in life and the good things that have happened in your life and just relating to the audience in that way. So it's good that you're able to open up and talk to us a little bit about your own life, John. So I appreciate you. Oh, good. Thank you for having me as well. You're you're welcome. You're more than welcome. All right. Thank you for listening to another edition of Wise Words with Dan. Thank you, John, once again for joining me and hope everyone has a productive um, and safe week. And... Remember to feel the love <laughs> in any way, shape, or f- in any way. You That's can. right. I agree. Everyone, enjoy your week, and Daniel and too. If thank you, if you give love out to the universe, and and if you surround yourself with positive people that have an impact on your life, then you will um, give out that positivity to everyone else. So, if you give love. The love will return to you. Okay, I'm just <laughs> rambling on a little bit, but all right. <laughs> okay, all right. Have a good one, guys. Bye.